From Hwasun Village on Jeju Island, this is The Korea File, a weekly podcast about music, culture, and society from around the peninsula. I'm Andre Goulet. On this episode, writer, urban explorer, and cult watcher, John Dunbar. The seamy underbelly of organized religion is something that a lot of people don't know much about. So, what would you tell the uninitiated? Basically, cults these days come in, they're trying to trick you these days into joining them. Whether you're a foreigner or a Korean, if you're a Korean, you'll be told that you're going into Bible studies, and then they will um, put you through a long process, and once you're invested in it, you'll discover the great immortal leader. Uh, if you're a foreigner, you'll go to their events, you'll be treated very well, there'll be pretty girls, you'll get free food, you'll get to do activities, maybe volunteer, and um, you won't ever know what's going on, because at least in the case with Shincheonji, um, they don't want you as part of the cult, per se, they want you as seat fillers, so that uh, the Korean members will be like, oh yes, our leader's message is traveling around the world. And um, so then they'll be uh, totally, you know, the, the, the Koreans will tithe more, or they'll keep tithing. Um, so, yeah, they spend a lot of money on foreigners in this cult. There are other ones, like the, I call it the Church of the Holy Ajima, but World Mission Society Church of, something, Church of God. Uh, they worship a, a woman called Jang Ja. They say that she's the wife of God. And uh, God himself was a guy named An Sang Hong who died several years ago. Yeah, this, this cult in particular, uh, they're one of the, the ones that actually go for foreigners. They'll approach you with a survey, and the survey will be like, so, do you believe in God? And it's like, if you check, like, you know, I, I've done this a couple times, you check, I check no. And then they'll be like, do you think that God, is, you know, created man in his image? If you check yes, then go on to the next uh, assumption. So then, like, you know, man marries woman, don't you think God would have somebody to marry? And then the next question is like, don't you think that it's possible that Jang Gil Jack could be the wife of God? Um, and then they'll be like, do you want to go to Bible studies and learn more? Um, and it's like, it's, they're not so good because uh, like, on the outset, you know already, like, this is a cult. This is wrong. Shin Chunji, they'll, you won't know that you're in a cult uh, or being used by a cult until you're in a stadium filled, uh, filled with 100,000 people all cheering in unison. Uh, and that has happened in 2012 and 2014. They've tricked large numbers of people into attending. Not as large as they wanted, thanks to the work of uh, a little cabal of uh, um, anti... Well, let's just say cult watchers, not anti-cult. Cult watchers, yeah, there was an article in the Korea Observer uh, on this very topic. I wrote it. Oh. Yeah. So what, what was... What got you interested in cults in Korea? Basically, uh, I uh, went to North Korea and I attended the mass games out there. The Arirang Festival is uh, the more appropriate word for it. And uh, when I heard that South Korea had a very similar performance with, you know, people running around in the field making patterns, people up in the stands, like, using those color-coded cards to make images, um, I decided, like, it's going to take a little bit of finagling, but I want to do this. I want to see the South Korean version of this. I, I do have to say the North Korean one was much more professionally done and they treated me much more kindly. Um, in the South Korean one, in order to get people to come, they created a group called Mannam. And they, in like summer 2012, I don't think there was a single foreign in, foreigner in Korea who was never approached by them. One of my friends said, I haven't been approached by them yet. He came back to me a week later and he's like, John, you remember what I just said? They approached me. Okay, so they're everywhere. Um, 
As soon as the news came out that uh, they were uh, part of Shinchanji, um, pretty well the entire, let's say, English community in Korea, except for the military, pulled out completely and was like, oh my god, no. Um, the people, the few who remained, slowly would dwindle off one by one. Uh, so at that point, they decided, yes, let's go after the U.S. military and let's go after migrant workers. So the actual event, I, I went in through the journalist door, um, and uh, there were still maybe thousands of foreigners, a lot, a lot of migrant workers in particular. Um, and uh, we were kept completely sequestered from the Korean participants who were on the other side of the stadium. Because what they would do, they'd be like, on one side, they'd be like, Iman Iman Se! And, you know, they'd like, cheer, 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 and like everybody would be cheering in unison. Then they'd turn to us and be like, world peace! <laughs> so that, you know, we're getting two very different stories there. And we're both cheering, uh, and we both feel very united, if you don't mind the fact that all the Koreans are color-coded and, like, based on their, their uh, particular church. There are, there are 12 tribes of Shinchanji, uh, named after figures from the Bible, and uh, Manam was the 13th, the Gukjebu, or international branch. Um, so, yeah, they didn't want Korean people to be in Manam unless they were already members of Shinchanji because those Korean people would figure it out very fast. So uh, what, what, what kind of number of Shinchanji are we talking about and other cults? Mm -hmm. uh, if Christianity is like 15, 18 million people in Korea, maybe more, um, of that, these cults are like quasi Christian. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't say. Shinchanji's golden number is 144,000, which is apparently like the maximum capacity of heaven or something like that. And once they reached that number, they started saying, well, not all of Shinchanji has to, can get into heaven now. If you want to get into heaven, you got to work a bit harder than everybody else. Uh, 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 the Church of the Heavenly Ajima is bigger, and they actually do have a lot of followers all over the world. Um... And, yeah, when you bring in all the cults, no, I couldn't say. Uh, even the, the, the process of deciding, is this a cult or is this not a cult, is still pretty tough. So what are some of, what are the, some of the traits of cults? What are the traits of cults? First of all, they, uh, there are many that are agreed on. And uh, basically, they are secretive. Um, and you won't necessarily know what you're getting into until it's too late. They generally have a leader that they venerate or deify, basically. They'll be like... This is the reincarnation of Christ or God, or um, he is the promised pastor uh, from the Bible, or he's she's the wife of God or whatever. Um, this person is infallible and undying until they die, in which case they'll replace him with somebody else. Uh, also, um, they try to like the members. They try to separate them from their you know previous social situation. They'll try to break up families. They'll try to break up church groups. They'll try to break up friends. Uh, they'll try to get you to leave your education or job so that you can dedicate your time to them. Even if it make, might make sense more to like keep going with education and work so that you can tithe more. But they just, they're just they more about, we want to recruit you so you can recruit, recruit more people. It's a pyramid scheme. Um, they will uh, try to pressurize you against the outside world, say that the rest of the world is against you. And look at this. Um, you know, this cult is being persecuted by the government. Uh, so, um, just like Jesus. When in fact it's, no, this person is committing crimes and uh, needs to be punished. Like, the greatest example of that is Jung Myung-suk. Uh, he was a disciple of uh, Moon Sun Myung, the guy from the Moonies. Then he kind of broke off as an, on his own, as a lot of cultists did, and started his own group, uh, Providence. 
uh, which basically functioned uh, to to uh, uh, satiate his need for uh, girls. And it was all set up to, to find attractive girls, especially attractive white girls, um, and uh, allow him to have sex with them. Uh, and basically, uh, one of his teachings was that the only cure for the sin of Eve is my dick. And he uh, was finally found guilty of multiple accounts of rape. Uh, he was sentenced to six years in prison, and he uh, appealed that, went before another judge, and the second judge said, no, you're right, six years, yeah, you shouldn't be in here for six years, ten years! And he's currently serving out his sentence, and uh, female followers are sent from all around the world to visit him in prison. Um, when he gets out, he will still have a large following. He claims that he is persecuted, um, when in fact he's just been prosecuted. So is there any level of complicity that you're aware of between uh, the political system, between the chables, the, uh, the big conglomerates uh, in Korea, uh, with the cults, the cult system here, and yeah. uh, those, those parts of society? Uh, well, they, they're, they're uh, a corruption that influences everywhere, but uh, I've actually been impressed when I work for the government. They uh, work hard to keep uh, these cults out. Like, um, when the, we had the nuclear security summit around 2012, I think it was, uh, Shincheonji actually tried passing themselves off as participants, and they were barred from entering. Um, their later front groups, uh, their most recent one, after Mannam, they had Heavenly Culture, World Peace, Restoration of Light. They got approval from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to be registered as an NGO. Um, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, of course, as soon as they found out, it was too late, and they were like, it's a cult, whoops. But, you know, what can you do? They just backed away from it. I, as far as I know, they might still be registered as an NGO because, you know, I don't, I don't see, I, I don't know much about NGOs. Like, if you're a cult, then maybe you should be allowed to register NGOs. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, uh, the, the worst case was, um, I forget the name of it right now, but uh, Yu Byung-un, the, the cult leader behind the, the uh, Sewa Sinking, um, the, oh, the, the owner of the, the ferry. The ferry owner was uh, originally a cultist who basically kind of diversified into businesses. He was able to turn his followers into very cheap workers. Um, and that's the reason that they say it's not a cult. It's because, well, he gives us jobs and stuff. Is, is there a connection between the fact that people were undertrained on the, on the Saywell Ferry? Absolutely. The whole point of that was to, to cut costs. Every member of the crew except one was a member of the cult. This is documented? Yes. Uh, the captain was a member of the cult. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, and I don't know this for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if the only person in the crew who wasn't a cult member was the one who died trying to save passengers. Um, so, yeah. I didn't hear this. Oh, really? Okay. No, it... Uh, we actually had a big war on Wikipedia. Uh, like originally, he had a page on Wikipedia. It was called Ahe, which was his art name. Uh, he actually would go to like the Louvre in Paris and rent it out for millions of dollars to, to showcase his mediocre pictures. Um, he commissioned the London Symphony Orchestra, I think it was, to, to write Symphony for Ahe. This is the guy, oh, by the way, so this is the guy who killed himself after. Uh, we don't know how he died exactly. But he was just found with his head partly detached from his body. Uh, we don't know if that was how he died or if his corpse was picked apart or something. So, so that he was he was incredibly rich. Absolutely incredibly rich, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's the Korea file for this week. Thanks to John Dunbar. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and remember to like us on Facebook. Tune in next week for a, a conversation on Jeju's hidden history with academic Tommy Tran. If you like this show, recommend it. From Gosong Village on Jeju Island, I'm Andre Goulet.